And we are live. Welcome back to Took It Too Far. Uh, another week in the books. Well, another two weeks as we had a slight complication last week, but don't need to dive into that per se. But uh, Nate Miley here as always. And with me, my my wonderful, beautiful friend and, and life partner, Charles Clark. Charlie, what's going on, man? How you doing? You know, you introduced me like you have an engagement ring for me in your back pocket. Um, you know, I wouldn't tell you if I did. I'd like to keep it a surprise. Uh, I know you're not real. Over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Nate. That's in the Nate realm of possibilities. Um, Mark, write that down. <laughs> Chuck, what's going on? What's new? We haven't talked in two weeks now. Um, as we had a short intermission with uh, with the upload of last week, but we're back on Zoom, not not live and in color this time. What's what's going on? What's new? Uh, I'm I'm doing well. Okay. I am tired though, man. I it was like I was telling you off air or whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> um, quite a just, quite a chunk of time we <laughs> we yeah, spent. We, yeah, we spent a whole we did a whole show before yeah. we started recording maybe even two of them <laughs> yeah hey, i think you're going to be able to pull some out of that i think it'll be i think some of that will be useful eh, not all of it <laughs> most of it not that's why i said some bro you ever wake up in the morning after you smoke too much or i mean not too not smoke too much but just smoked enough where you were just mm -hmm. constantly eating but you yeah. weren't really paying attention to it yeah. while you were doing it yeah. and then you wake up the next morning and you're like what the fuck? <laughs> the other night at like 4 a.m i ate a box and a half of cereal <laughs> did you just say a box in the half <laughs> like you like you finished the box and you shook it and you saw that there was no more breakfast cereal remaining in that box <laughs> and you threw it in the trash and then you looked at the box in the trash and you're like, oh, I'm going to need some more of those. <laughs> <laughs> After yeah. realizing you ate a whole box. And then a whole box of cookie crisps and then I <laughs> and then I switched to the, uh, the, the fuck are they called? Like amazing oats or some shit. Great grains or Oh, which those tasted like cardboard, but for some reason we're so fucking good. Babe, you got to eat this cardboard in here. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is oats or a Domino's box, but it's incredible with milk in a spoon. <laughs> you want a bite? You want a bite? <laughs> you got you to gotta get in on this. Don't sleep on this. Uh you ever get up in the morning though and then like you don't even remember what you ate you mm -hmm. just feel bloated and then as the, the you slowly wake up you start to remember and you walk into your kitchen and you see the war path <laughs> it's like it's it's like uh csi walking into a crime scene and then just all the forensic evidence is just scattered about the You're like a detective at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you have to piece together what happened. And then you can kind of see, you can almost follow your train of thought too through the fucking food items. And it's never, it's never great. Like the train of, like it, it's, it's very sporadic. It's nonlinear yeah. to say the least, but you can almost, sometimes you'll find like, 
oh, okay, so I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I had a glass of milk. Well, the milk what? was good. So I had a glass. Then, then, oh, there's a cereal box. Yeah. You can kind of see the, the transition <laughs> through the diet. Then you had the leftover milk and you thought, oh, Oreos would be really good with the cereal milk. Right. Anything like that. Peanut butter to Oreo. Um, no, I'm doing well. I'm just on, I'm, I'm on a weird, I'm on the night of a, a schedule turnaround, basically. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I, I, I was training to open the restaurant all last week and this weekend. So I had to be at the restaurant at 9 a.m. I was getting up at 6.30. I take too long to get ready. It's a whole yeah. thing. But you still but got the drive, too. So still you got to leave my house pretty early. You know? yeah. So give myself an hour and a half to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, then finished up the, the opening training shifts. Now I'm switching over to closing. So and you're I close on all this week. Complete flip. Yeah. Life turned upside down. So the day I opened, I got home at like seven mm-hmm. or eight and I went to bed at like 11 so and I slept until like 830. Mm-hmm. And then I had to stay up all day and then go in at five. And then I didn't get home until three. So and then I didn't go to bed until 430. So now I this morning, I'm still not used to it yet. So I woke up at like 10. Sleep schedules, all types of fucked. Yeah, I woke up at like 9, 30, 10. So I'm running on low sleep, but I have a methodology that is not sustainable, mm-hmm. but it does work in pinches where if you don't get enough <laughs> sleep, uh, there's a few key things you have to do mm-hmm. to bring yourself back to life for the day. It'll get you through the day, but... This is contingent on you getting yeah. some sleep. Back can't here. can't stack days with this method. No. Overhydration. Mm-hmm. Lots That's... of water. Tons of water. Just be drinking water all day. And then about an hour before you're going to need your most energy for the day, you do a 12-ounce sugar-free Red Bull. You do a quick bump of Coke. Well, <laughs> if you have Coke, you don't have to listen to this at all. This is for non-Coke users. For Coke users, it's just step one, do more Coke. Yeah. Um, and just try that, to eat something. It fits that same description. It's not sustainable, but it'll get you through a day. Right. But this one doesn't involve hard drugs. Right. It does involve a little bit of drugs. I recommend some type of pain reliever, even if you don't really have... <laughs> narcotics <laughs> right if you have narcotics again just step one take this more is, narcotics it's this isn't fine. for you <laughs> this, is, this is for people that just stick to the to the basic stuff if you even if you don't have a headache you don't have you don't really have any aches or pains just pop a couple tylenol i prefer alka-seltzer that's my go-to pain reliever but do just do a little low i don't care if it's bare baby aspirin just take a little pain reliever thin out the blood a little bit get it Mm -hmm. pumping get it moving a little quicker right and then the red bull sink in and then you kind of get that burst for a while and then as soon as that burst starts to wear off you got to start hitting yourself with water again and that'll carry you. Chew gum too. And that'll carry you to to the to the destination. That's a one day use only. You can't do that two days in a row. 
Yeah, you gotta have a day off in between. See, when you you immediately hit me with the with the drink a lot of water, which my immediate thought was, you know, hit caffeine first. But the water makes sense. You gotta like get it. I don't know what it is, man. Like it's a it it's like drink water while you're in the shower, not the shower water. But I mean, you can. You could depending where you live. But I like a hot shower. Oh uh, yeah. I'm gonna drink. So I take a hot shower. I get. I just try and get woken up. You ever? You ever? You ever? You ever do a shower beer? I tried it once. I find it a little strange. The shower beer. Have you? Like, it made me feel like a drunk. Like what? I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't even get through a bathing without popping one. You know. Have you heard of the 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 eating an orange in the shower thing? This I haven't heard of. This is supposedly if you take an, uh, like a nice big orange and you, I, I don't know. Navel? I or think it's got to be the big orange. I think it's got to be the big orange. No clementines? No clementines. We're going full orange here. All right. Those, those are the gross ones. Yeah. I, I think that's part of the experience. Um, but if, you know, you're, you're butt ass naked in the shower, water hitting you in the face. Um, and, and you you rip apart this orange with your hands and, and eat the fruit supposedly it taps into the, the primal part of your your brain because it, it takes takes you back to your caveman roots foraging for for fruit those while guys make under waterfalls i mean maybe sometimes it rains i imagine but what the hell that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life i'm yet to try it but i might and and, and tap back in with you and, and tell you how it went but well, curious. I know you already look primal with your hair and beard. Okay, dog. That's <laughs> it's <laughs> November. It's no shave November for men's health or some shit. Nah, clean shaven three six five dog. Not me. Uh, any excuse I got to to not fucking touch up my face, I'm gonna take it. So <laughs> no shave November. It's gonna be no shave December after that, and probably no shave January following. Probably a clean up in February. Um, but. Speaking of, uh, of, of self-care and hygiene, uh, Charlie, something, something came in the mail today. What was that? These nuts? Uh, no, but I, uh, well, let, let me break down the dilemma because I was stupid at first. I, uh, I was heading out to, I was leaving my apartment. I was going to go run with Tom to make our, our, our weekly trip to, to Michigan to place our, our bets as we do. It, driving. You guys yes. running. <laughs> right, right. No. <laughs> I did, as soon as you said that, I immediately just saw you and Tom running shirtless throughout Toledo. No, no. I I won't be seen um, anywhere around Toledo unless it's in a vehicle just because I'm scared. But I was meeting up with Thomas, and as I'm leaving my apartment, I walk outside and I see a package sitting out. And, you know, usually when I, I see that, I, I – you know, take a glance at it, make sure it's not something that myself or, or my girlfriend ordered. So I, I look at it and I pick it up and it's got my name on it. It's addressed to me. And I was like, right. huh, I didn't fucking order anything. That's odd. <laughs> so I, I stepped back inside and I ripped it open and I was like, why in the fuck is there toothbrushes and Sensodyne in this package? And the first thought, I was like, what the fuck? So I, I stuck in my mailbox because Tom was already pulled up. And I got in Tom's car and I said, Tom, did you fucking, did you order toothbrushes and toothpaste in my house? And he was, I was like, this, I was like, 
because I, I fucking did it and he was really confused and we had a whole debate on whether he did it or not and then it started to really get to me it started to bother me because I couldn't figure out who the fuck would have done this because it doesn't make sense I contacted all of uh, the people that like could have possibly done it I'm like oh maybe maybe my buddy Logan you know sometimes when he he's him and his girlfriend come over and hang out you know sometimes you forget a toothbrush so we usually have extras in the cabinet let everybody you know use one take it or throw it whatever maybe he ordered some to to stock the i don't know i don't know how the guy thinks maybe maybe he wants to be helpful and stock the stock the cabinet whatever it's like no it wasn't him then i was like who the fuck knows my address so i contacted zach called him on the phone no oh fucking God, idea man. i was go- i was it was honestly driving me fucking insane so <laughs> I, I went, you know, got back home, whatever. I'm sitting on the couch and I really started to think. And I went, my brain went full detective. And I was like, you know what? You know who could have done this? It could have been fucking Charlie. Because of our previous encounter, which I'll get into in a second. So I immediately messaged you and uh, to which... <laughs> You replied, oh, maybe they, maybe it was a gift. Maybe somebody left a note in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> to which then my dumb ass was like, oh, there is a note in the bag that says it is from Charles Clark. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on this whole tirade when it really could have been solved if I had any inquisitiveness, like to actually examine the package rather than crazy half open it and go on that a, when the fucking little slip was in the bag, bro. Fucking witch hunt. Um, but the note and read, I can't believe I was so far down on the list. Well, because I was like conversation. It was such like an odd. I was like, why would you? I, I did ask Tom. I was like, maybe Charlie did it. Tom was like, why the fuck would Charlie do that? I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's an odd thing for him to do. Because um, I thought it was somebody goofing me, but I did read the note, and the note read, um, "A gift for you. Your first step to a strawless drinking experience from Charles Clark." Now, a little context um, from when we were at Condado's Tacos, uh, which we referenced in last week's episode. We had a little debacle, a little debate, a little controversy over the paper straw. Everybody feels a little different. Um, maybe not. I think it's unanimous. I hate them and I don't use them. I'm not a fan of them, but I do use them. Um, to which we had this conversation and you said to me, just drink the fucking drink. <laughs> like if you hate the straw... <laughs> just drink the drink and i told charlie i can't because the cold water hurts my teeth i've got sensitive teeth and you got sensitive what now sensitive teeth don't don't say teeth got sensitive teeth man teeth teeth i'm a sensitive boy <laughs> sensi boy i'm a sensi boy now i'm a sensodyne boy but nice then you asked me you know how do i take care of my sensitive teeth and i told them that i i just use regular toothpaste and i use a pretty stiff brush that hurts my mouth which just fucking bothered me for <laughs> like you ever you ever hear something and th- and then you think you're like i don't really care mm-hmm. but then it festers in the back of your mind and then you can't quit thinking about it well that was me with you and your oral care like like, I'm like, there's such a clear cut way to take care of this issue. <laughs> and it doesn't cost anything extra and it doesn't nope. change anything. Not even a little. So why not do it? Like, and it, 
and it was like trying to like uh, like uh, do a psychiatric profiling or something and i just was it was just kind of like blowing my mind so like I, and then i kind of got over it you know i repressed that trauma mm-hmm. and uh and then like two days later i was just like sitting i just woken up and i was drinking my coffee and i was like i'm gonna fucking send this guy <laughs> I said, I can't stand it that he's not just doing these very simple things that would make him feel better. Yeah, it would it would make my life a lot easier. Probably help with the sensitiveness and so yeah. I pulled up some soft bristled toothbrushes and I pulled up some Sensodyne, which I had used. Like I think when I, I think like maybe like right after I got my braces off, mm-hmm. my teeth were sensitive. I was using Sensodyne and it really helped. And I don't have I really things have to be really, really cold for my teeth to like feel that mm-hmm. weird sensitive teeth feeling. Um, it, it, it just, so, and then, so I sent, I sent them both over. So goddamn funny. The realization I had, I was just like, he fucking, he went out of his way. What I told him pissed him off <laughs> that I'm too, I'm too dumb to care about myself <laughs> that he took the initiative to, to do that for me. So it is, appreciate it but i know it's not it wasn't it wasn't one of those things where you're like i'm gonna help this guy out you're like this dude's a fucking idiot he needs somebody to <laughs> put him on the right track why doesn't he take care of himself and i just thought it would be funny like that you just like you're like well i didn't order anything you're like what it drove me more it was more maddening than i than you probably expected it to be because it bothered me for a fucking while. then I, I thought somebody was fucking with me I thought that you would have I, just immediately thought of me in that conversation we had. I'm not smart enough for that. I really have to get into like a deep state of thought for me to recall anything that happened in my in my previous week. Really? I, I feel like I remember every single conversation I have. I, man, I ran into somebody today who um, I think was a year or two below us uh, when I was at the tire man getting an oil change. And uh, I went up to the counter and I kind of looked at him and he looked at me and he was like, Nate? I was like, huh, I think I know you. I played football with him. He was a grade or two below us. Haven't seen him in like six years. Um, But like I could not remember his name or his face. I just knew he looked familiar. I have a horrible fucking memory, Charles. Well, well, that made it all the better then. It, it was very funny once I once I realized it was you, but it really did fucking eat at me while we were driving or while we, we made our trip. I'm so glad that you just like dug into the bottom of that bag and pulled out that little note. Like, oh. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Fuck him. No, but it's nice. It, uh, I, I used it today. Is it working? Isn't it? Is it helping? Yeah, it was a, I didn't, it wasn't a painful sensation. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> wow. I don't know. How, I don't know who the fuck thinks I'm going to be able to take care of myself, man. I'm not a good adult at all. Well, at least you're going to work on your sensitive teeth. That's one step in the right direction. Sure. Sure. We had, had this talk off air, man. You know what I ate today? It was a fucking pack of little bite muffins. That's all I've put in my body today. It's, it's nine that o'clock was me at night. When I was five, <laughs> all I wanted to eat was little bite muffins. But you have to grow. You have to do spinach and shit. 
You're out of water. <laughs> I'm am. It's empty. Bone dry, to quote John Mulaney. Bone dry. You remember that joke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the toothbrush? Yeah. John, this toothbrush is bone dry. <laughs> Has John done any stand-up? He's on tour right now. Is he? I think it's called From Scratch or something like that. Is any of it going to become a Netflix special? I'm sure it will at some point. I mean, yeah. he's not going to just do it for club money. He's got to make millions of dollars right. off of it to sustain Olivia Munn and their new child. Is he with her still? He's engaged to Olivia Munn now. Did he? Was he with somebody prior? He was married to okay. an artist. That's why. Uh, okay. Anna Marie Tendler. Okay. Very talented artist. She's doing shows in Brooklyn right now. Uh, like, not shows, but showings, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. Like art installations. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. When her online store opens up, I'm probably going to purchase something. That'd be fucking cool. Probably going to buy a poster. It's not real fucking pricey. I don't. The reprints won't be right. If I wanted to buy. Yo, I got on the. I clicked on the virtual. I couldn't believe this shit. I, I clicked on the virtual um, art installation, like through the website, and you can like virtually go in and look at the photos and stuff, yeah. like the the display, and these big frame pr- uh, prints of her f- photography. Ten mm. grand. Jesus fuck. You imagine just taking a picture of something and pocketing fucking ten grand on some dumbass. That's fucking unreal to me. And they're like they're self portraits. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Self portraits. Somebody's paying ten grand for a photo. Yeah. Of you. Yeah. You, but essentially. Yeah. Very well taken photographs. That's ridiculous. Art is fucking. Art's fucked up. (laughs) Art's awesome. It's awesome, but it's also like Loki a scam. It's it's uh, well, it, but it's also the beholder, yeah, it's friend. all subjective. So if it's worth ten grand to somebody, it's worth ten grand to somebody. I guess, yeah. One man's junk's another man's pleasure. I don't think that's the expression. Close. That Close. was going to be my senior quote. They didn't let it slide. They didn't let us do senior quotes. Yeah, well, they. I had to submit that one. Then they told me I couldn't. Then I submitted another one, and then they. Then after that, that's when they we got all rid of them. them. Yeah, they said, fuck no. I don't remember what mine was going to be. I wanted mine to be something dumb. A la junk pleasure. I wanted one, I wanted mine to be like witty but funny. Mm-hmm. Like nah. smart, kind of like sarcastic. I can't nah. remember. I had a couple that I was running. Not I quite as like outlandish as the the 18 holes in one day and i still have time for golf why was that ever allowed to go in i have no fucking idea (laughs) there were some other fucking horrible ones too that like how the fuck did they get clearance but our class is the one that got shit on no rosa parks yeah like fucking stupid shit like a million times yeah speaking of things i've seen a million times and i'm just so god damn sick excited to see it <laughs> that's never the direction i'm going with that <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you've ever spoken about something on here that is in a positive light or have i ever been like you're not gonna believe how great this was no not once in our entire fucking friendship <laughs> have i heard you say those words <laughs> but it's always been the opposite 
unless it was uh, unless I was saying something like you're not going to believe how great this was. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> awful. <laughs> Complete sarcasm where you're you're making light of uh, something awful that happened. <laughs> well, that's what I'm going to try and do right now. I am so sick and fucking tired of bikers not motorcycles, bicyclists. Okay, what what's wrong with bicyclists? If there is no bike lane, get on the sidewalk. On the road. Get on the sidewalk. Yeah. I'm you f- nobody on the sidewalk. I'm behind a fucking guy in a helmet and a green vest. <laughs> I'm like, who are you supposed to be? Armstrong on Hayes Avenue? Give me a break. Yeah. He's clipping about 10 miles per hour. Max. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm behind him. Like, are you? And he keeps on, and he's got, he's one of these guys that has the rear view mirror that almost looks like oh, the, man. The, the little mirror that the dentist sticks in your mouth. It looks like he bent <laughs> yeah. one of those and hung it off his little helmet, his little pointy helmet with the air hole so he can get flowage to his bald head. Aerodynamics. He has this scruffy beard, and he keeps on turning over his shoulder. And it's like, oh, is it a surprise that there's cars behind you in the street? <laughs> and there's never a way to get around him. Dude, I, I got around this guy, which <laughs> I almost I think I technically broke a traffic law to get around him because it was a double yellow line, and you're not allowed to pass on double yellow lines. But I'm like, I'm not passing a Camry. Yeah, it's decisions got to be made on a Huffy bike. <laughs> I think I'm allowed to pass a Schwinn. It's probably better that you pass him and not just fucking clean the guy out out of frustration. I was just just driving behind him at like 11 miles per hour in a 25. And like every single intersection, I'm like, he'd turn around and I'm going to like, and then it would false give me hope that he was going to get on the sidewalk. Right, right. (laughs) Every single inner, you know, (laughs) because you know how you go down that main drag and there's like streets right next to each other all around it. So there's constant where you could turn onto the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every single time he'd look over his shoulder, I'm like, thank God he's finally getting a hint here. He's fucking edging you. (laughs) You get fucking blue balled on your way. (laughs) Down Hayes Ave. That's what he was doing. It was awful because I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna get on the sidewalk. Yeah. And finally drive. And yeah. Then, uh, uh, and then nope, he would just keep on and then, like, get out of the street. You get an engine on that thing. And dude, it was so funny because I could tell that he was just really just trying to pedal. You yeah, know? keep keep some pace. And I don't. I was like, who is this? He looked like a a, a New York City delivery driver. He had like <laughs> two bags. On the side of the rear tire, I'm like you're traveling in this. The fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> what are you transporting? It's getting to be a little chilly to be on a bike too. It, it's he was a man. He's a little old to be on a bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a fair point. It wasn't a 13 year old on his way to little league practice. This is a full grown man. Where's your car? <laughs> My God obnoxious am i too old for a you bike? want to stay in shape get an elliptical do you think i'm too old for a bike too big for a bike <laughs> that was a poor question i asked <laughs> <laughs> i 
made that one a little for a bike. I feel so stupid on those things. Made it a little too easy for you. <laughs> you really <laughs> teed that one up. <laughs> I felt like I was still in T-ball, and you were you were my best friend's dad. And you're just like, All right, Charlie, here we are. <laughs> Do, are you when when you bicycle, if and when? I don't know the last time you've ridden. Do you, you, do you, <laughs> do you, are you, a, are you a, a padded seat kind of guy? Uh, I think I had a bike when I was a kid with a padded seat when I was riding a bike all the time. Mm-hmm. I bought an, like, I got my parents to give me an old school bike. Like it yeah. looked vintage, but yeah. it was new and it was black and everyone made fun of it, but I thought it was the coolest thing. Cause everyone else wanted like trick bikes. And I was like, I'm perfectly comfortable on this big bicycle. Yeah. You get one with a fat tire. It was, yeah, it was big. Those like, it was like, sick. I was practically taking around a, a, a bus. I could ride on one of those today with yeah. a padded seat, of course, but, because uh, it hurts my tushy. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Why don't they make bigger seats? Why don't they just make it a full seat? I never understood that. Have you ever seen the ones like the full the full on laziness bicycles where you're pretty much laying down or sitting with your legs extended and you have a seat? When you you're super low to the fucking ground. <laughs> what do they think? Like I'm gonna get a fucking bike that you lay down on and hardly do fucking anything in. <laughs> Give me a break. I'll do you one better. There's a kid at UT who rides around campus on a unicycle and I'm not making this up. There was a dude at Miami that rode around on a unicycle. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Watching that man struggle to keep balance because his backpack is so heavy that he is constantly hunched forward leaning and he's doing a fucking wobble dance to get in between people on the it's sidewalks. It's not cool. It's not practical at all. It's, and so, it's, it's not cool. It's you, stupid. It's you, lame. You look like Go a jackass. Go back to the circus. <laughs> At least juggle. Yeah, if you if you're on a unicycle, you ha- you can't be sending an eye message. You have to be juggling <laughs> and honking your nose or some Dude, shit. I was cool back in the day, man. I was riding my bicycle, no hands. I never mastered that. I don't need my hands if I'm riding in a straight line on smooth I'd, concrete. I drive with no hands now, but I never was able to bike without hands. Unlike on a bike trail. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, I, sometimes I pump my arms even. Dude, the were, you a, man. were you a razor scooter kid? Did you have a razor? Yeah, I was a big razor scooter. I, I, uh, true story, Austin Bussold almost broke his ankle because of a trick that I came up with that I refused <laughs> to do. All right. So here's a new idea. We film you trying the trick now. No, I just really hurt myself now. <laughs> That's a, a razor scooter is how I broke my, my front tooth and damaged my face. I thought that was a Corona bottle. Different, the other tooth. Oh, okay. That was my left front. The Razor scooter was the right front. <laughs> I was just telling that story to somebody at work yesterday. Dude, I... <laughs> she was she was telling me about how she she chipped her tooth while she was drunk. Mm-hmm. And then like, I oh, I got dumb. a I got a dumbass. That... <laughs> I, was like, I got a, I got a guy. <laughs> thought he was being cute. Then yeah. Took out a canine with a with an import. <laughs> Had no fucking idea I did it either. Woke up the yeah. next day. I felt like that scene. Yes, in, you did. 
Oh, well, you didn't know that you chipped it, but you knew that you hit your tooth with the bottle. Because I remember you hitting it, you went, you went, ooh. Right, right. But the next morning when I woke up and got in your car to go home, I I had that the moment in like the hangover where fucking <laughs> Stu sees his face without his tooth. And I, I like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, fuck, Charlie, what did I do? <laughs> I look like a nerdy hillbilly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, then it was, uh, I was quickly reminded that I was stupid and bonked it on a bottle. <laughs> I don't even remember what you, you were trying to do something like funny. I was probably trying way too hard to do something funny because yeah. of the crowd we were in. Right. You were like, you were trying to do something cute, like pull a stunt. And you yeah. <laughs> I recently uh, had the, the jagged tooth smoothed over. Did you? Yeah, last time I was at the dentist, I was like, hey man, you see this right here? Would you like <laughs> would you like drill this down and make it a make it flat surface for me? He was like, Yeah, what happened? I was like, ah, I can't remember. <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> well, doctor, I was drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, say no yeah. We, we get these all the time. <laughs> yeah, one tooth on a beer bottle, the other tooth on uh pavement. I hit a I hit a rock I think and uh, I did one of those and fell completely on my my mouth. <laughs> or he broke his fall with his teeth. <laughs> I wasn't the brightest child. I'm not the brightest adult. Oh, there's a correlation there. <laughs> I blame my parents. You know that is a downside of the razor scooter. Like you could just run into like the slightest obstacle. And instead of going over it, you just went, whoa, yeah. like right over the front. <laughs> Everything collapses. I had a game that I played where there was a crack in the concrete okay. in front of my house that my tire, the front tire, the front wheel, I guess mm-hmm. you would say, the scooter would fit right into. And then we all played a game of we'd kick the, the, uh, <laughs> the board around mm-hmm. and it would spin and you had to jump over it. That's fucking demonic. What the your fuck? Ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know how bad it hurts to hit your ankle with a razor scooter. Who came up with that game? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> and everybody, it was fun because it was games are fun when there's consequences. That's you, like my, paintball. That's why paintball is so fun because it yeah. actually hurts. My favorite game that we played. At, uh, at Lutz Elementary on the swing sets. And I have a vivid memory of the, the worst experience I had, which was with Kyle. Um, a lot of my worst experiences are with Kyle, too. <laughs> but some of my <laughs> best ones are with that guy, too. Um, we would play a chicken on the swings where, oh. you know, everybody would, you know, oh. people would get on the swings and, and they would oh. alternate the swing pattern back and forth. So it was like a death run and one you would stand on one end and you would try to run in between all the, the swinging little boys and try not to get hit. And I remember very vividly once where I was running through and I was good at chicken, but this day I had an off day. I had an off day. You ever get the guy that would twist the chain to aim at you? I, I kind of have a feeling that I was aimed at, but, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it could have been happenstance, but I did. Somebody came down and clipped the back of my heel. Therefore, I kind of stumbled and fell forward while I was making my run. And I was almost toward the end. 
and down comes Kyle Montgomery's size 11 shoe and punts me in the forehead. To the forehead? It was, yeah, it, and it, you know, you're a kid, you get hit like that. It really hurts, but you don't want to, like, cry in front of your friends, so you just kind of tough it out, you know? You get oh. up and act like your head isn't fucking pounding and the, the lights, the sunlight is really bright all of a sudden. Oh, you probably, that was probably your first concussion. Yeah, it was, but it, it made everybody laugh, so I was cool with it. <laughs> what did Kyle say? I think Kyle just laughed. Did he because, feel bad? I mean, it might have felt bad, but it's it was you know it's funny. It was funny <laughs> because if if it were me and I did that to somebody, I don't care who it is, I would start laughing immediately. So I I, I get it. Maybe if you knocked him over, but not a kick in the face. Well, I've never been it, kicked in the face before. That has to hurt. It didn't feel great. <laughs> um, the momentum of the swing surely uh, amplified the uh, the amount of force that was pressed into my forehead by by Kyle's Kyle's toes. See, I didn't do games like that at recess. I was too busy with my business. The business. Dude, I ran gambling rings. <laughs> I did sports betting on recess games. I was like a bookie. I would get people out of trouble. Real money? Recess teachers. These real money is your, your gambling currency? No, it was all school. It was all stuff that you would want when you were ah, when you were nine. It like was erasers and cool. Erasers, specific kinds and pencils and pens and, yeah. and uh, food, snacks. Damn. Stuff okay. like that. Then what happened if they didn't pay up? They got in trouble. <laughs> we got in trouble. You would rat on them for fucking doing dumb shit. <laughs> But I could just as easily get them out of it, too. And uh, our good friend of the podcast, Zach Baker, can attest to all this because he was my right-hand man. We ran that school. That's fucking... <laughs> ran it. It's somewhere we between, like, blood. awesome and horrible. <laughs> we were the untouchables because our the teachers... Lo- we were, the like, the most... Po- I don't want to say the most popular because, obviously, there's, like... Yeah, you know, there's levels. Kids, there's levels to it. But, like, we were the most popular with, like, overall with teachers because we never got in trouble Mm -hmm. because you were with and we were on everyone's good side no one didn't disliked us you you were like the you you were like a a weird version of a peer mediator i was a peer mediator i abused my position okay that's that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) go from encouraging kids to gamble to ratting on them when they don't pay up (laughs) hey Mrs. S, Just, you know, we got one. Put them on the wall. Make them stand on the wall. All the recess. Then I'd send. Then Zach would go. Really, you want out of this? <laughs> no, and we just sat in. Uh, that was second grade. The uh, the amount of you mental just, power you have to have at what nine years old to be able to to pull off a sort of scheme. You know. Well, you just must have to be just smarter than the people around you, I guess. Well, you know, Zach and I, Baba Ganoush, we are some scheming sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. Zach even more than me. Yeah, yeah. Zach, Zach hides Zach it. Zach would come up with schemes even in high school. He's a <laughs> schemer, dude. Yeah, yeah. Always scheming somebody for like. <laughs> I can't get into it on air. Zach's Zach's the kind of. In that in that realm of things, he's 
he, he hides it well you know he does you you you're a little more abrasive with it i think with, with the abrasive you, you you know more more i say more aggressive with the uh with the schemes zach zach's one to hide behind the shadows and get right you know put the pieces in place you're gonna go out you're one of the pieces putting the rest of the pieces in place right you know yeah you're, you're in an it. operator yeah yeah zach has the puppet strings yeah 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 i'm i'm kind of a field agent yeah <laughs> <laughs> zach's too pretty to be in the field yeah yeah that's right um well, we had differing experiences with our with our closest friends then at recess. Kyle <laughs> kicked me in the forehead, and you and Zach used to used to torment your peers. We didn't torment, unless they needed to be tormented. <laughs> unless they didn't fucking pay up. They brought it upon themselves. <laughs> Five squishy erasers. <laughs> Generate fucking gambler. <laughs> Stand on the wall. <laughs> Was that a recess punishment for you? For you guys, was standing on the wall. It wasn't on a wall, but it was within a painted square. That's so fucking funny to me to think about. (laughs) Go stand in the square. All the bad kids, (laughs) just to stand there and do nothing. And that's oh my gosh, dude. I do miss ridiculous. I do miss the elementary days. That's where I school don't. was fun. That sucked. If you elementary really was fun, man. I mean, it was, lo- it was. Looking looking back on it now, like I wouldn't want to do that at this age. No. Like, <laughs> Nate, go stand in the square. No. I, square. <laughs> I got two shoulders on the outside of the square. If you get anything that's more circular, the square isn't doing it for me. It's the angles. Maybe if you had a, a hexagon, can we do a hexagon? <laughs> but those were you some of the. Maybe maybe an isosceles triangle I could lay down if I get tired. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking being a kid though, those were the golden days. Going out recess and doing all the stupid shit. We used to play a jack butt, is what we called it, because we all watched too much that does that sounds horrible doesn't it without any context i have I'm not, no idea what you're talking about i'm not going to give any context that's all we got this week guys <laughs> all right guys are y'all out there looking for some unique clothes for the summer or just looking to upgrade your wardrobe for an affordable price you can easily do both of these things at facadeapparel.store uh, with a new domain and new looks in the store from the newest collection flip Facade Apparel is better than ever before. Uh, again, head on over to facadeapparel.store to shop the new collection, make a statement with some fresh new threads. And I know that you can get 5% off when using code TOOFAR at checkout. That's uh, all caps, T-O-O-F-A-R at checkout on facadeapparel.store. All right, buckaroos. Do you like the feeling of cold hands and a warm drink? Of course not. That's why you have to head over to your old pal donpruitt.bandcamp.com and get yourself an official beer and wine koozie by Don Pruitt, the country and Western music legend. Those koozies are available in black, red, and camouflage for just $5. That's right. For five bucks, you can get a Don Pruitt beer and wine koozie. And I heard that they're now available in pink. So if you're into that, You've got pink and camouflage, two ends of the spectrum. Check it out. Check out his T-shirts as well. 
and his CD, his new album, Your Old Pal, all available at your old pal, Don Pruitt, dot bandcamp, dot com.